Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, WWE NXT beats AEW Dynamite. We've got fascinating backstage details from this week's WWE NXT. Backstage update on WWE Survivor Series plans. And two wrestlers quietly leave AEW. Mm, I'm Andy. I'm Michael. And we are the oldest men alive. This is the news. Let's kick this thing off by, I mean, we can't really do anything else apart from talk about ratings, Mm -hmm. uh, which I know isn't everyone's cup of tea. But, you know, we usually save these stories for when it's a notable event, all-time lows, all-time highs. One show beating the other on the same night. It doesn't come around much anymore, does it? It's a bit of fun. 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 Uh, Everyone loves numbers. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, NXT smoked Dynamite in a lot of ways here, uh, which I think everyone on this channel saw coming, Mm. and I assume a lot of you did as well. Look, John Cena was on the show, come on. Um, So it was a star-studded episode of NXT, of course, and... We look at these numbers here, we break them down, P18 to 49, which is how these shows are ranked. I remember uh, 0.3 for NXT, which is up from 0.22, so it's a big increase uh, from the previous week. AW, meanwhile, 0.26. So AW outdone in that metric by 0.4. AW was down on the previous week, but only by like 0.2, so not like a huge drop off or anything, but clearly impacted by the competition. Uh, in terms of overall viewership, NXT hit uh, 921,000 across its uh, two hours, whereas Dynamite hit only 609,000. Uh, that's the bigger discrepancy of the two, obviously, and it's likely owing to uh, NXT's audience skewing a bit older, which is why there's a bigger difference between overall viewership than there is compared to the 18 to 49. Uh, this is actually uh, NXT's best viewership since November 2019 and the fourth highest in the show's history. Uh, both promotions obviously loaded up. Uh, WWE had the bigger cards to play. It doesn't get much bigger than John Cena, The Undertaker and Cody Rhodes. Uh, all due respect to Adam Copeland. Uh, <laughs> but. Cena, Rhodes, Paul Heyman, Asuka, they were advertised for the show. The Undertaker was not advertised, but if they did the gong in the video and then he didn't show up, that would have been a bit whack. <laughs> what so, would that have been about? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was effectively guaranteed. Um, LA Knight showed up as well. He yeah. wasn't advertised, but he did show up. Uh, AW, they, they put a bunch of stars on their card as well. Obviously, Copeland in the main event. Uh, Moxley was going to be on the card until, until they learned that he couldn't compete on the day of the show, which is a bit of a pain in the ass, I'm sure. Not that I don't think he would have won the war for them or anything. Um, who else was on that show? Orange Cast, the other proving... J.Y. Hangman Page, Danielson. Yeah. You know, like all, all their top slate. <laughs> I forgot Brian Danielson. <laughs> Gee, 
<laughs> like a guy like Swerve, not yet a proven draw, but like a guy that is a, a high-profile guy in AEW. A fun know. and good man. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Uh, look, I've sat here for about a month and said that NXT was going to smoke dynamite, and they have. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think the gap was maybe in viewership was a touch wider than a lot of people would have expected. Typically, um, when AEW has moved nights, the bulk of the viewership appears to have travelled, and in this case, if they have travelled, they've maybe travelled to NXT to have a look. The opposite is usually true with Dynamite. Like a change in circumstances usually impacts it pretty heavily. Well, like I just I'm comparing this, I suppose, to like last year. Like the the gap was narrow, obviously, between. AEW and NXT, which makes me a little bit sad as somebody that watches NXT religiously. Like, I'd have kind of liked to have seen what they would have done with a normal NXT. Yeah. Like, it's I don't think they would have won, and if they would have won, it wouldn't have been by a margin like this, and they probably would have lost the demo. But I would have been curious to watch it. I get why WWE did this, I do. Like, I know the kind of consensus take is generally based on the original Wednesday Night Wars, which was very petty gamesmanship from WWE yeah. over and over and over again. But this was... NXT moving, sorry, AW moving to NXT's night. It was a worthwhile win for that uh, NXT show to claim. I think it helps kind of keep that perception going that there's a bit of momentum on NXT. It's probably good for the morale of the roster to not lose a week as soon as there's another show on their night. So I'm not really sure what we've learned from all of this other than I think the pattern was fantastic. I would love in a year's time, if and when this happens again, and we can expect it to, uh, I would love to see the weekly shows go up against each other mm. and like let's see like if NXT's still growing gradually minutely as it is I'd love to see it's metal tested on a normal week you mean there'll be John Cena every week if they do that I don't want him I, don't <laughs> know, I, want, I want hashtag my NXT back yeah. next week because this week this kind of leads us quite nicely into uh, what uh, NXT was being reported as backstage actually at the performance centre Bodyslam.net came through uh, with the story that it was internally being labelled as NXT Mania <laughs> Look, you can see why. I'm sure the big stars only had like a piece of A4 paper to profoundly point at rather than a big sign. But Look at the run sheet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously that that's, uh, you know, you can imagine why with all the, the stars that Murray's listed there. Um, and it was also mentioned as well that like uh, scenes were, quote, hectic. Um, there was a little bit of chaos as there was like lots of plans being yeah. changed. But morale was very good and people inside it said that the, uh, the guest names especially came off, quote, amazingly. Um, which I wouldn't disagree with completely. I would have preferred a bit more interaction with the, other than Cody, who I thought was great, like a bit more integration with the roster might have been good. There was a scene where the entire women's division lined up to thank Asuka for existing, yeah. which I didn't and think. And then Tiffany Stratton told her to piss off. And, <laughs> yeah. and unsurprisingly, that was the best bit of it, you know, yeah. like could have done with a bit more of that, but um, all noises point to uh, this being a, a fun night for most people involved. The NXT main, you think you can imagine everybody was yeah. just, you know, a bit of tongue in cheek. Yeah. Like, you'd be stupid not to own that. It's friggin' John Cena and The Undertaker and co. On the developmental two, brand. Two of the biggest stars in the company's history. You're a like, Roman and a rock <laughs> shot of the full yeah. top line, aren't you? Yeah, yeah 100%. And even Roman Reigns was referred to uh, on telephone, I guess. Yeah, uh, I but was. Let's call him a draw for that. Why not? Checking uh, in on the rock's daughter. If uh, yeah. was trying to recruit Heyman. As you do, Heyman was on the drive. Yeah. Grey hair Heyman. I, I quite enjoy his grey hair era. Uh, I like personally. it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's a weird, weird ass show. It's a weird ass week. Uh, they wanted to win, mm -hmm. so they brought in the big guns. And they did win. I think what I've learned from this is that John Cena and Cody Rhodes and all these people are draws. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, I mean, I knew that already, so I haven't really learned that. <laughs> um, but like on a one-week basis, English language is not my uh, strong thing today. Uh, on a one-week basis, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot for either mm. show. It's a nice feather in the cap of NXT for sure. And look, if I was like NXT personnel, I'd be trumpeting this all week right, yeah. or all month. I'd be like, yeah, beat you. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I'd be really it. petty and horrible. I think Shawn Michaels, he's got a roster that, fair enough, didn't get much play this week. 
but want to be thought now they can say we're on the big brand we're on NXT we like years of pelters that this group of wrestlers has yeah. taken for NXT kind of being a joke to a lot of people he's still fighting for this title to paraphrase Kevin Keegan <laughs> having a breakdown on Sky Sports so I think they get this week and yeah. then it's probably business as usual next week and as for Tony Khan and the AEW uh, the, if, if any positive was to come out of this for them they would look at it and go yeah, maybe we need to change a few things up, step a few. Like, I don't think there was, I give, did not give AEW a chance in hell no. of beating NXT as soon as the names Cody Rhodes and John Cena came out of mm-hmm. various advertisement videos' mouths. Uh, he, he was not going to win this show. He could have announced Mercedes Money, Goldberg, uh, name wrestlers that are free agents. He could have announced all these people, and he would have still lost. Mm-hmm. It's John Cena, for God's sake! Uh, you're not outdoing that zero point three rating. Uh, when John Cena's on the show. And then um, now, guys, as well, it's not yeah. like, like The Undertaker never shows up anymore, but Cody and Cena are on Raw mm-hmm. SmackDown right now. Yeah. So it's not even that you're just dusting them off, is it? You know, no, like, uh, it's big, yeah. big people, mm-hmm. big names. People people tune in, people tune in. Uh, I'm all for Tony Khan posting through it on uh, X, by the way. Yeah. More and more and more of that. Let's keep, keep that it, rolling. Keep keep, going, I want to see, I want to be checking them likes every day. Um, what did, have you got? I'm taking a few days off from X for that reason, but uh, I kind of like the public yeah, pettiness. It's good it's, stuff. It's, it's good stuff. Poster never dies, yeah. man. Uh, right, uh, got an update on Survivor Series. Do you want to know what that update is mm-hmm. from Pythal Slate? There is War Games in it. So yep. uh, <laughs> everyone, I think, expected this. They've not formally announced any matches or anything like that. But Pythal Slate reporting that uh, War Games is in plans to return for Survivor Series, which is at the end of next month in Chicago. A uh, men's match is seemingly part of the plans. There's no word on a women's match yet. That doesn't necessarily mean it won't happen. However, this would be the second, oh we should know as well, the Judgment Day have been linked mm-hmm. to, to all of this. Presumably it would be Finn, Damien, JD McDonough and uh, Dominic Mysterio against four baby faces. I mean, the, the direction for that is, it seems quite clear on TV at the yeah. moment. You can fill in the baby face names yourself. Um, second year in a row on the main roster last year obviously we had the two matches bookending the show uh, WWE has been using the war game stipulation since 2017 it was initially brought back for NXT uh, previously it kind of died off after WCW kind of went the way of the dodo um, but yeah uh, WWE owns the name to it so they started using it again the WWE versions typically a very different beast to like the classic WCW mm-hmm. versions which were more but I mean, it's probably more a product of the era than anything else. Like if you go back and watch like 1992, for example, it's more of a story driven thing. It's more of like an intense thing, visceral hatred between two yeah. people. I always go back to the, the classic opening sequence between uh, uh, Steve Austin and channel favorite Barry Windham. Barry uh, Windham. Well, they'd rode up and down the roads together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, making towns and, 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 and... Eating raw potatoes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, and doing ups and downs. That's right. Yeah. Times and ups and downs. Simon Miller, good friends with Barry Windham and Steve I can't Austin. believe he's a host on this channel, Barry wow. Windham. Shout Barry out. Windham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's a different beast in WWE. Typically, these are more spot-heavy, kind of... TikTok clip kind of matches where it's yeah. like pow 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 pow. Sometimes maybe in the words of Reno Good so sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe sh- rarely sh- to be fair. Uh, the exception I always go to is the Dakota Kai turn match. Oh yeah, I was which, in the building, brother. Yeah, I think that's the best Losing one WWE have done. Like typically these matches are a bit bit less bit less on the story and a bit more on the 
But that's okay, because people like them. Yeah, right, so like this, I don't know if this scans as a hot take or anything, but I always think war games is a way better match in anticipation than execution. Oh yeah, there's like three classic war yeah, games I, That's it, I would in even include the old yeah. ones. There's more bad than good, yeah. but the build has like this like transformative effect on you where it kind of hypnotizes you, you're thinking, all these people in two cages! In two. <laughs> you kind of, you can't help but get hyped and then you're watching it and you're like, right, get to the uh, match beyond. Can we get, can we get this moving now, you know? Um, yeah, like on terms of 2023s, uh, WWE have been pointing towards this for months. They've done yeah. like loads of these standoffs. Fastlane looked like it was gonna have a four on four generic tag before injuries seem to get in the way and they pivot to the tag matches. So I could well see the four on four I like. Um, the four on four with the Judgment Day, but then the fifth men on, e on each side being Jimmy and Jey Uso to fold in this Bloodline Judgment Day union of baddies. The SmackDown standoff last week was white hot in the building. It was proper, remember Nexus team WWE camera shaking yes, stuff. So it's like all the goodies, all the baddies. Like they have lined up war games quite well. Women's division less so, but uh, to be fair to her, Nia Jax is kind of causing chaos. Yeah, you she could is. see, she you is. could see assault lines building around yeah. these mass brawls you're having. Yeah. Around that, you know, you got Damage Katoral as a stable, you could do a cross-brand deal. Like, they'll force it through. I think you'll get one of each, even if maybe the booking has been a little bit iffy. Rhea Ripley kicks ass in war games and matches. Oh, wow. She is the woman designed for those matches, like especially in the holding pens. They hold him in cages, yeah. probably even let him out, she's great in that. Here comes so. the eradicator. Yeah. And uh, Survivor Series just got substantially worse yesterday, so you need two war games matches. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? A try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Anyway, uh, moving on to... <laughs> Moving on to uh, AEW. Speaking of our wrestlers that are frustratingly quietly disappearing from our screens, there's two more that have quietly left AEW. Um, Zach Clayton and VSK have uh, both left in the last week. 
Uh, WrestleZone's Bill Pritchard came through with the news on Zach Clayton specifically, um, saying that he was obviously taken from the roster page, which, you know, when we say quietly, that's what we mean, yeah. I guess. People see out their deals and then are, you know, not released as such, but they just see out their contracts. Um, WrestleZone confirmed that as well. Mike Johnson from PW Insider uh, doubled down on that and uh, noted that the uh, contract had expired, hadn't been renewed. Um, there's no bad blood and they uh, could work together in the future. Um, Clayton, for those that might not have seen him, and you, you know, would be forgiven for that. Spent most of his time on Dark, a little bit on Rampage, and on Ring of Honor. Um, he did lose to Hook in 14 seconds last year, when obviously Hook was just like rampaging through people. Um, but he, yeah, he was mainly figured on Ring of Honor towards the end of his run. And uh, VSK, also from uh, PW Insider, um, his release was confirmed, which he then backed up on Twitter. He was uh, Jeeves K in the Trustbusters group, RIP, because pretty much all of them have yeah. gone off in their various directions. And he confirmed this himself. He tweeted saying, quote, don't expect a notes app post. Jeeves is dead. Let's have some fun. So again, no bad blood, but kind of the implication he's glad to see the back of that specific yeah. character. The Trustbusters never really quite found their voice. Nah, so it didn't they? really work. No. Uh, VSK, I looked at his cage match, uh, he'd wrestled more on the indies than in uh, AW slash mm. Ring of Honor. I know he was like a supplementary character in the Trustbusters, but I think that was quite interesting to see. Uh, all due respect to Zach Clayton, I had honestly forgotten he was in the company. Yeah. Um, we, got, we got a massive roster, this is going to happen. Yeah, purely yeah. because he hadn't been on 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 like Rampage or Dynamite or whatever in ages and ages and ages. He had that brief feud with Hook. I remember the, the, the promo he cut and mm. when he came out and he was announced as a signing. Uh, reality TV show background, I believe uh, I believe he's either is or was in a relationship with Wow from Jersey Shore. He's a handsome fella. He is a good looking man. Uh, so yeah, so is VSK to be fair. Yeah. Uh, so peace. yeah, this is how he should work. You know, you get- <laughs> Subjectify them. Yeah. You go there and be good looking <laughs> yeah. guys. The good looking guys. Yeah. Shout out to Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but no, I, I think that uh, this is really how it should work. If you get to, I, the one thing I really enjoy about AEW from a, a employee standpoint, and you can criticize lots, like of course, but is that they don't just cut people in the middle mm. of their deals. If you come to the end of the deal and it's maybe not worked out as either of you had hoped, okay, let's part ways. Uh, I, all of wrestling should work this way. Yeah, 100%. 100%. High profile one recently would be Jay Cargill. Mm -hmm. She turned down an extension and she left at the end of her contract. So, yeah. hey, look, it's the way it should work. Uh, best of luck to both gentlemen in wherever the heck they go next. I imagine VSK will probably be pretty active on the indies, as he was. And you really don't want to say the words future endeavours because they'd be killed after that, yeah. It's awful. Like, it's got all these connotations, but you do mean it. Good luck. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Do whatever you want to do. Wrestling. Getting wrestlers. <laughs> uh, right. We've got some questions here. They have come through. YouTube community. We'll be getting them from there tomorrow as well. So that's where you want to go. Look for the thread. It's a couple of posts down, but it's it's not hard to find. Uh, Darren has been on, uh, who wants to know, good morning, gents. As NXT has had top roster guys on its show lately, which has been very successful. Becky Lynch, the Judgment Day is working mm -hmm. out. Um, who on the main roster should go to NXT permanently as they aren't making it on the main roster? Could be anyone, who do you reckon? Permanently changes the uh, conversation, doesn't it, rather than guest spots. I tell you who could do with it right now is uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Um, had a great run on NXT, was pushed in the very traditional way, starting a tag team, shine, win the title, move up. There was nothing fundamentally wrong with it, but then I think on the main roster, those little fleeting glances have been all too fleeting. She's now lost. Uh, 
big matches to Rhea Ripley. Uh, she's been kind of overwhelmed by Nia Jax, even though that'll probably continue on. And I just think she, for somebody with her size and her definite upside, I think she's now bound to be getting lost in the shuffle. Triple H has a lot left to prove in terms of his booking of the women's division. I think it's the yeah. one glaring hole. If you look at the last sort of 18 months, he's had the had the book. Uh, he's not really done right by the women. And, you know, you can have your title shot and Raquel had it at payback. Didn't go particularly well. And when you're in there with Rhea Ripley, like, it wasn't awful, but you become the reason because there's just she's stacked up the evidence this year that yeah. she's a massive star. Um, Raquel's great. There's, a, like I say, an enormous upside there. But she could be somebody that could dominate on that division. Like, that main roster ages these wrestlers by orders of magnitude because you see them every single week. She feels like a 10-year pro when she's been at it a couple of years, you know? Like, so there's no, there's absolutely no harm. And I think it's not as much of a backstep either. You're still on television. You're seen as a veteran presence. You know, Apollo Crews had a great run in yep. NXT. There are, there are ways to do this right. And I think she could uh, she could benefit from a bit of a change of scenery. Raquel really plateaued on the main roster recently, uh, along with my pick, Roman Reigns. I just think he <laughs> should go back and, you know, you know, he's never on TV. It's a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Gase is going to put together a new stable. He's like, I like your bloodline but what do you think of family trees? Oh, God. And it's a tree. It's the tree. Yeah. We are the tree. Uh, our next question comes from Edwin Rose, Edwin Rosenquist, uh, who would like to know. Uh, hi, guys. Have you watched the trailer to the movie, The Iron Claw, the movie about the Von Erich family? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. I think it looks absolutely brilliant. Mm, it kicks ass. Um, if you're a fan of the bear, and if not, why not? Watch the bear. We love the bear here at Watcock. If you like bears, I, I will kill you. Uh, but calm from the bear, even more jacked up than he already was. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a class. beast. So I hadn't seen this question, and the first thing I said after I'd seen the trailer to you was, I want to sit down with my wife and maybe other loved ones, watch this film, and not tell them the story of the Von Erichs. Like, that is a way, if you're watching it, you know, you're a wrestling fan, I'm assuming you're watching this, you understand the, the, the tragedy of it all. Um, don't let them know, because this is a story that we know as a community could have been on the silver screen years ago. Yeah. This has been a story yeah. that's been waiting to be told. And I think there'll be so many people that go to the cinema thinking this is going to be some sort of, you know, field of dreams, sporting franchise, everything turns out in the end type deal. They're going to see the sportatorium like, yeah. in lights and go, wow, like, I wonder when the, the wrestler's going to win the belt. And you're like, oh, you don't know what's coming. Like, that drama's going to be out the ass. I can't wait for this. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for it. It's the most impossibly sad story ever. It looks beautifully shot and mm. presented like uh it looks like a, an 80s wrestling production but yeah. with modern bells and whistles like clarity and stuff yeah i think it looks absolutely fantastic i have very high hopes uh i saw marshall von eric tweeting um that there, there's probably going to be like some inaccuracies in there which yeah. you know is un is understandable um obviously you know they're going to shoot for hollywood to a certain degree mm -hmm. uh and we'll see what happens but i think it looks really really good and uh I'm I'm glad that uh, I I just like seeing the Von Erich name kind of in the public light in a positive way. I know it's a desperately sad story, um, but that family has endured so much hardship over the years yeah. in wrestling. Uh, just anything that that kind of raises their profile a bit to me is uh, Kevin probably doesn't want that hanging out in Hawaii. Well, know, chilling. Yeah, it, like I think when we all saw Dark Side, and like you can't get a happy ending, but Kevin's was at least this kind of feeling of some inner peace and how yes, that, how that sure. man has shoulders that broad. I'll never know. But um, what I think the Von Eric, I understand the nervousness around the Von Eric family, and you would feel that way if you definitely, were in that position. Definitely. But I think long term, yeah, like the way this film plays, I think could have a massive impact on their legacy to a, a section of fans that maybe grew up too late to really see them in the pomp or didn't 
didn't mm-hmm. watch the documentaries that came out, the Heroes of World Class and the WWE one that was like the sister piece to it. Like this film is another generation of fans that could see the monarchs what they are. And I think this is a statue enhancing thing long term. Like good films made about pro wrestling are good for pro wrestling. It's just sometimes hard to see that until you get the reaction. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Hope it goes um, hope it goes well. Hope it really do. Our final question of the day comes from uh, William Sanders, who would like to know, to avoid a Cody versus LA Knight situation in the Royal Rumble, do you guys see LA Knight possibly challenging Roman for the title that night instead of at the Rumble? Also, I'm calling it now, we get a mirror image of last year's Rumble with Cody and Gunfer at the end, but Cody starting at number one and Gunfer at Bertie Rumble, what do you think? Both of those things, and if you uh, want to listen to our SmackDown review and preview podcasts, or indeed see us live, Right there, actually. We, uh, we talk about this one all the time. We've been kind of fantasy booking um, Ellie Knight and Roman Reigns for the Rumble for quite a while, not least because we think WWE is booking that. They put Roman in with, uh, excuse me, Ellie Knight in with Paul Heyman sort of several weeks ago. Yeah. And then, of course, he picked up a victory alongside John Cena against Jimmy and Solo. Roman Reigns returns on SmackDown this week, and he might not acknowledge Ellie Knight tonight, but he'll be none too pleased that Knight's been mixing in. It's a perfect way um, to, to that point to kind of stop there being any concern about... Cody Rhodes getting booed or any kind of protest. Any you don't want to have your two top baby faces competing with one another. You've got to obscure that. Love the Cody Gunther booking. Um, it was nobody cared last year because it was just nice to see Cody back. But it was a bit um, arse about tit that Gunther the yeah. heel went the distance and Cody kind of like snuck in there and got the win. Cody finishing the story the right way second time around I think is a way that you buy that goodwill with people for him losing last year yeah. and bang up for both these things it's predictable but sometimes good wrestling should be booking is supposed to light the way like surprises are great but you're supposed to make plans I've got a slight twist to that I do agree Cody should come in at one and Gunfer should come in at number 30 but the added twist is that Nia Jax injures Cody on the way to the ring and he gets thrown out at number 2 so. finally somebody was brave enough to say it yeah there yeah. you go see you later planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.